Hello, Jet Setters, and welcome to the Jet Set Life podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Ryan, child-free travel content creator and blogger. I'm a curator of authentic and cultural travel experiences, and I want to help you be the same. Create a Jet Set Life full of adventure and learn how to live life to the fullest with me as your travel guide. Tune in each week for solo episodes and conversations with travel leaders all about child-free travel, adults-only getaways, travel guides, itineraries, and more. I am all about sharing actionable, detailed tips and tricks for creating the jet-set life of your dreams, so get ready to learn. Are you ready for takeoff? Let's jump into today's episode. Well, hello, Jet Setters. How are you doing this week? Uh, This week, we are talking about the best places to eat in Asheville, North Carolina. And I don't know if you know this, but Asheville has been dubbed as Foodtopia, and it is home to many culinary delights. There's, it's locally sourced, it's fresh ingredients, they're all very important to the Asheville chefs and restaurant owners. In fact, I don't think I have ever visited a place that emphasizes the use of locally sourced foods more than Asheville does. So here's my roundup of the best places to eat in Asheville, North Carolina for every meal. First, we'll start with coffee, which, okay, maybe is not a meal, but <laughs> I like my coffee. So first up is Double D's Coffee and Desserts. This place serves coffee and desserts out of a vintage red double-decker bus. And it's hard to miss. It's located in downtown Asheville. And it doesn't ever move. It just stays in that one spot. Now, this place is touristy, but Double D's does serve some delicious coffee. I tried the Red Hot Chili Mocha, which was divine. I don't know why, but I love spiciness in my coffee and in my hot cocoa. (laughs) Another popular choice, if you're not liking the spicy route, is the Lavender Honey Latte. When, when open, you can sit upstairs inside of the double-decker bus. Otherwise, there's outdoor seating in their closed-in patio space. Something important to keep in mind is that Double D's only accepts cash, so remember that before you go. Another great spot for coffee is High Five Coffee. A local chain, High Five Coffee, is a family-owned business that exclusively serves counterculture coffee. They make their syrups in-house, and they offer a full range of classic coffee options, including espressos, Americanos, hand-brewed and batch-brewed coffee, macchiatos, cortados, mochas, and lattes. You may also want to try their mocha or their chai milkshakes. Pair with a Samila sesame tahini cookie for something really special. And one more place for coffee, uh, I would recommend The Rue. The Rue, and that's spelled R-H-U, is a stylish bakery, cafe, and grocery offering Appalachian Bites and Pantry Staples in Asheville. You can also get these adorable pre-packed picnic baskets there. Like its sister restaurant, Rhubarb, The Rue celebrates local food and producers. Here you can grab a cup of locally roasted coffee or a cup of tea with an apple gelette. Galette? Sorry, I don't know how to say that. (laughs) 
So I didn't have that. I had their breakfast sandwich, which was made with a homemade biscuit, and it was really good. Very filling, but very good. Now let's move on to breakfast. Family owned and operated, uh, this place is Sunny Point Cafe. It's an Asheville favorite serving upscale comfort food from breakfast to dinner. This hippie chic restaurant features covered outdoor dining, chalkboard specials, as well as on-site production uh, garden, as well as an on-site production garden with fresh produce. A couple of the staple items off the menu include the Huevos Rancheros and the fried chicken and waffle sandwich. Another place to visit is Biscuit Head. If you're dreaming of a fluffy southern biscuit dripping in butter, go to Biscuit Head, which is Asheville's perfect place for cat head style biscuits. All of their butters, syrups, and jams are made in-house and feature creative creations like banana foster jam, sweet potato butter, and peach and rosemary jam. If you prefer a more savory biscuit, choose from seven different gravies, including espresso red eye, fried chicken gravy, pork sausage gravy, spicy veggie gravy, sweet potato coconut gravy, mushroom medley gravy, and the gravy of the day. (laughs) And if you can't decide, you can get a gravy flight of three different choices. Another great place for breakfast in Asheville is Tupelo Honey. Tupelo boasts some of the best fried chicken in Asheville. Considered a pioneer in the Asheville farm-to-table movement, Tupelo Honey serves southern fare made from scratch. Fan favorites include the buttermilk fried chicken, sweet potato pancakes, pecan pie French toast, and pimento-stuffed omelets. Be sure to make reservations for this popular restaurant. Moving on to lunch, uh, the first one I have on my list is Buxton Hall Barbecue. I really loved the atmosphere inside of Buxton Hall. It was light and airy. It just felt relaxed and casual, and the food was so good. You get hush puppies for the tables for starters, complimentary. And the mac and cheese side that I got was delicious. So this place is located in the old Standard Paper Sales Company building. So it's got a very fun kind of warehousey vibe. Now, Buxton Hall uh, recently introduced a new cooking system and a new menu, which features Asheville's only brisket cheesesteak now. And the reason why they did this is they had challenges with their smoking operations. And so as a result, they've now landed on a more Texas style of barbecuing in order to help make their operations more efficient. And as a result of this new method, they are now able to add brisket and ribs to the menu. And you can wash down your slow-roasted barbecue with a bourbon slushy or an ice pick slushy, which is a mix of sweet tea and vodka. I tried the bourbon slushy, and it was really, really good. You can try the pulled pork, the pit-smoked chicken, or smoked and fried catfish for other options on the menu. Another spot for lunch is the Stable Cafe at Biltmore Estate. If you're visiting the Biltmore Estate, you can make reservations for lunch at Stable Cafe, which is an on-site restaurant serving Carolina barbecue, grilled burgers, house-smoked meats, and southern fare. It's really busy, (laughs) so restaurant reservations are important, Um, but the food was good, and it was a little pricey, but really everything at Biltmore is pricey, so... 
I, I wasn't surprised. The space was once the Biltmore's actual horse stable, which has now been converted into this casual restaurant. And the horse stalls have actually been converted into booths. Um, so it, it's just a unique kind of cool venue. And um, the atmosphere is also bright and airy. A third great place for lunch is the White, Do- White Duck Taco Shop. If you're a taco lover, you got to go here. It's an affordable hotspot known for its wild taco creations and its use of local and seasonal ingredients. In addition to traditional taco offerings, White Duck offers more interesting fillings like banh mi tofu, spicy buffalo chicken, Bangkok shrimp, lump crab, Korean beef bulgogi, and duck with mole. Personally, I'm not a huge taco fanatic, um, so don't come for me, but I did think the tacos were solid and the flavor combinations were creative. Moving on to happy hour, there is a place in downtown called Sovereign Remedies. I think it's in downtown. I can't exactly remember, so... Forgive me if I'm wrong. It's called Sovereign Remedies, and it's classy and refined, and it serves cocktails in a very elegant setting. Handcrafted beverages are created with detail and care, almost like an art form. The bartenders are happy to make recommendations and to also create you custom cocktails to match your exact tastes. Another really fun spot is Antidote and this is located at the Chemist Spirits Distillery. Although the rooftop was closed when we visited, it was still a really fun place to visit to visit because Antidote is decorated in the early 1900s style. So you'll feel like you've been transported back in time as you sift on a craft cocktail. Although the building itself is not original, I still loved this speakeasy atmosphere that they had created. Even the bartenders were dressed in period clothing. So they offer both traditional and modern cocktails. And Antidote has ample seating options with four levels of nooks, booths, bars, and hearths. So it's a great place to enjoy a cozy moment with a cocktail. Another gorgeous place to have cocktails at in Asheville is the Sunset Cocktail Terrace inside the Omni Grove Park Inn. The Omni Grove Park Inn boasts some of the most beautiful sunsets in Asheville. The best spot to enjoy these sunsets is the Sunset Cocktail Terrace. Now, I was worried that we weren't going to get a spot because it is very busy around Christmas time, but we arrived an hour before sunset, which was 4 p.m. at the time, and we were able to snag the perfect spot on the balcony off of Edison. So there's the Sunset Cocktail Terrace, which is kind of in the center of the hotel, um, just near the lobby. But if you go to the left um, to a restaurant called Edison, they have a, a balcony as well. And it was honestly even better than what I could have imagined. So I, I think that those are two really good options if you can't, for some reason, get reservations at the Sunset, sunset Cocktail Terrace. I was also worried that we were going to be really cold, but there were tons of space heaters everywhere, so 
everybody was warm and, and happy. Um, now the drinks are on the pricier side here, um, because it's a hotel and I mean, you also have amazing views. So I think it was totally worth it because you're watching the sunset over the Blue Ridge Mountains. So it was definitely an experience and a memorable, memorable one at that. Now for dinner, you can go to Curat. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it serves authentic Spanish tapas, and it's a trendy establishment located in a 1920s era building. The staff is knowledgeable and can help you select a variety of small portion shared plates. If you can't decide, you can try the tasting menu with all of the favorites. Examples of tapas selections off the menu include uh, carabinero, prawn, sardinas curadas, sardines, and tabla de jamón ham. And don't forget to try the sangria. An amazing place uh, for French food is Bouchon. It's a charming French bistro in the heart of Asheville. This restaurant gives a cozy vibe with its brick walls and open kitchen. If the weather is nice, you can sit on the alley patio and feel like you've been transported to the French countryside. With a meat-forward menu, Bouchon offers dishes like chicken cordon bleu, uh, bouffe bour- bourguignon, <laughs> sorry if I said that wrong, and steak au poivre. The steak au poivre was seriously incredible. If you like black pepper like I do, you'll love this dish. The meat was extremely tender, and the pepper added so much flavor. And another great spot for dinner is rhubarb. It serves Southern cuisine with international influences, and it's a popular place for dinner. Chef John Fleer, a five-time James Beard finalist for Best Chef in the Southeast, creates locally sourced seasonal dishes such as heritage pork meatballs, the Rue Burger, Toad in the Hole, and and wood-roasted beeline snapper. The menu changes weekly depending on availability of resources and maybe even sometimes daily. The dishes were delicious, but we found the portions to be rather small. So keep that in mind if you're somebody that likes big portions or is used to big portions. Uh, Personally, I especially enjoyed the goat cheese burrata. For authentic, tasty farm-to-table food, you should go to rhubarb for sure. Now let's move on to dessert. Um, and the first recommendation I have for dessert is French Broad Chocolate Lounge. With an elegant, inviting exterior, French Broad Chocolate Lounge is a dessert lover's dream. The lounge offers an extensive menu of cakes, cookies, brownies, custards, creams, handcrafted ice cream, and of course, chocolates, both for eating and drinking. Exciting menu items include chocolate creme brulee, Highland Mocha Stout Cake, Liquid Truffle, and coconut macaroon brownie. I I will admit I regret not trying the liquid truffle because the lounge is known for it, but I was so full from dinner that night that I just thought it was going to be too rich for my taste. But instead, I opted for some hot cocoa and a scoop of peppermint ice cream, and they were just lovely. Another spot for dessert is Whole Donuts. They pride themselves on the freshest donuts in town. After you order, your donuts will be immediately hand-rolled and fried so that they come out warm and delicious. Don't let the simple menu fool you. Whole Donuts has perfected their three standard donut choices, vanilla glazed, toasted almond sesame cinnamon, and cinnamon sugar. 
They also offer one seasonal flavor that changes weekly. Now, on the flip side, if you like totally crazy flavors and you want wild donut creations, you can visit Vortex Donuts instead. And the final place for dessert that I would recommend is a, it's a popular spot for both coffee and sweet breakfast treats, and it's called Old Europe Pastries. They serve baked goods like croissants, chocolate-filled croissants, banana bread, scones, muffins, and danishes. Now, I know this could technically count as breakfast, but I also felt like it could be a good dessert place because in addition to those breakfast sweets, they also serve macarons, eclairs, cannolis, tarts, and brulees. So, have I made you hungry yet? (laughs) I've made myself hungry talking about this, I think. (laughs) So, okay, this week we have talked about the best places to eat. And next week, stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about the best places to drink. Uh, I'm going to talk about the best breweries in Asheville. So I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive even deeper into creating your jet set life, start with upgrading your travel bucket list. You can download my free resource on the top 50 destinations for child-free travel by visiting jetsettingblonde.com forward slash start dash here. Because the first step to creating your jet set life starts with upgrading your travel goals. And if something in today's episode really resonated with you, please screenshot and tag me at the jet set blonde on Instagram or Facebook. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. I really want to hear from you, and it means so much to me when I can see your screenshots of you listening to the podcast or reading my posts online. Every screenshot and review means the world to me. I read every single one. And I really appreciate your support in listening to this episode and supporting me on this adventure. I look forward to bringing you more awesome and genuinely helpful content that will help you create the jet set life of your dreams. 